I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. The KSL Greenhouse. Information and great talk about your home, garden, and your lawn. If you love perennials, can't get enough help on landscape design, or just want to keep your lawn and vegetable garden pest-free, grab a pen. It's the KSL Greenhouse on KSL News Radio. Good morning. Thank you for joining us for the KSL Greenhouse. Well, it's sunny on the inside. It is raining on the outside this morning. Maria Shaleos, Ton Bettis with you. We will be taking your calls, 801-575-8255. You can also text us at 57500. Starting out the hour with our top of the hour feature which is tree wrapping and ton you actually put together a video so people can see exactly how to do it but what trees do we need to be wrapping any young tree that has smooth bark will benefit from being wrapped conifers like pines and spruce you don't need to that'd be hard mm-hmm. to get in there and actually do it but we're considering anything honey locust maple fruit trees, um, oaks even, you know, anything that has smooth bark is really susceptible to what we call winter sun scald. And what will happen is when we get sunny days in the winter, which we love, Mm -hmm. the south and west sides of trees heat up. And that smooth bark is so thin that you get a lot of sap flow. And then at night it freezes and as water it water expands as it freezes and bursts the conductive tissue on the south and west side of the tree. And so as you travel around and you're walking, if you're looking for it, you'll see it all over the place. And it sometimes takes a year or two to show up, but eventually what you'll see is just bare wood on the south or west or both of a tree, and it can be prevented if the trees are wrapped for the winter. So what are you wrapping them with? It's just a white fabric tree tape, and there's a few different companies that make it. You can pick it up from local garden centers and farm stores right now. It's widely available and not too expensive. I think a roll, you know, if your tree's a half inch or an inch wide, a roll would do 15 trees probably. Mm-hmm. So you really don't need to spend a lot of money. 
but you put this white tree tape on the trunk and you're wrapping it just like a candy cane all the way up. And what will happen is the sun hits the tree, the white color of the tree tape keeps the tree bark cooler and you don't get that injury. Okay, so when you say like a candy cane, you're leaving space in between. No, no, no space. No space. So you're more so mummifying like a con- it, like a mummy. Cane. Okay, good to know. So you need at least a third of an inch overlap per wrap. Okay. And so we're not making it look like a candy cane. That would be strange to have a striped I was worried for a Southwest winter injury tree yeah. that every <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're mummifying it. You don't need many layers, but you just need a solid wrap all the way up into the lower branches. So then do you have to take it off? You do. You take it off in the spring, sometime in late March or April. The You tie a knot that you can untie but is secure enough to survive winter winds. Mm. And so you tie a knot at the bottom, tie a knot at the top of the tree when you're done, and just leave it in place. And if you want to, you can re-roll it and just use it next year. You know, it will eventually wear so it's out. Not sticky. But no, you it's not it sticky tape, at all. But it's more, more yeah, just it's a, a wrap. It's a wrap, and it's just. I think the brands are tree tape, but it's actually not sticky. Okay, and you've put together a video for us. We have. It's only like two and a half minutes long, and I stood there while someone else did the editing and shooting, so I didn't really do it this time. <laughs> but there is a video, and uh, I will mention that. Sometimes people aren't too thrilled with it, but you can actually use water-based latex paint to do the same thing, and it lasts for a couple of years. It's just that it's more permanent, and some people think that having white tree trunks in the summer looks a little silly. It sounds awful. But on fruit That's trees, all. if you see orchards and things, it you'll see the tree trunks painted white quite commonly for experienced gardeners uh, just to protect their trees. It's different. If you have an orchard, it's a whole different thing than in your yard. It is. And even in the orchard portion of your yard, the expectations are different. But yeah, I got in trouble. I painted some of my trees and my daughter went out with a sponge. (laughs) Tried to wipe it off. She did. She used the... the, The green back of the sponge, the she scrub, and it she. Terrible. I thought she was hurt the tree a little bit, <laughs> but yeah, she scrubbed that paint off, and she named the tree Blossom, and she told me no. not to touch her tree again. Oh, so I'm going to wrap it with tree tape, but yeah, I was I got in trouble. Okay, Blossom, don't touch Blossom. Yes, the other tree's name is Flower, but hers is Blossom. Okay, good to know. What kind of tree is it? Uh. They are crab apples. They're oh. royal raindrops crab well, apples. Well, no wonder she didn't want yes. you to paint the trunk of her it tree. It made it look ugly. Okay. Now, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. We'll put it that way, yes. right? All right. So what else do people need to know about tree wrapping? It just what protects do they do wrong? The tr- it's not wrapping it is what they do wrong. And people more assume it's just for fruit trees, but it is for any tree, especially trees that don't have that fissured corky bark on them. And so if you have smooth bark on a tree, whether it's a maple, honey locust, pear, oak, whatever it is, you always want to wrap them to protect them from southwest winter injury. While they're young. While they're young. Until they get that corky bark. And it'll take seven, eight, nine, ten years sometimes. Oh, okay. We're going to take a break. The number to call with your questions, 801-575-8255. And you can text us at 57500. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, 
a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you for spending this rainy Saturday morning with the KSL Greenhouse. Maria Anton with you, taking your calls, 801-575-8255, and your text questions at 57500. Next texter would like to know, Ton, they have a cottonless cottonwood tree. One is about 38 years old. The other, the north side of it is dying, and they're wondering what to do for it. And when's the best time to trim the branches? They didn't tell us about the other one. They have apparently more than one. Yeah. But. If you have branches dying in a cottonwood tree, there's really just not much you can do. I mean, they can look to see if they can find borer holes in there. Mm-hmm. And, but it's only on the north side. Yeah, on weird? the north side would indicate there might be a root infection that has infected 30 or 40% of the roots. And so that t- side of the tree is declining there could be a fungal infection in the trunk that's cut off that much. I, there's so just so much just that goes wrong. they just start taking out the dead branches and see? Yeah. I, depending on what city they're in, um, they could send some pictures over to their local extension office to see. You know, they'd have to get close-ups, though. And it's just, when I start hearing this with cottonwood, it's usually that the cottonwood wasn't watered correctly. So it's drought stressed and it becomes highly susceptible to insect pests and diseases. A cottonwood will live 50 to 100 years fairly easily in a good situation. Hmm. But when we put them in our yard and we stop watering them because of drought, it's they're not sagebrush. They are riparian species that grow next to lakes and rivers and in low elevation areas like in gullies and things where there's permanent water. And when you try to turn a cottonwood into a drought-tolerant plant, this can happen. But it also can happen just because they're cottonwoods. Right. So what would you suggest? Take out the dead branches now. Yeah, take out the dead branches. And there's so many things that could be wrong. Internal rot's really common in them to where you almost like have a straw to where the outside of the trunk has hard wood and the middle's rotten. Mm-hmm. Um there's just so many things that can go wrong with with them saying that the north side is declining. I can think of five or six different things that it could be. Okay. So best thing to do is uh, take a picture. Cut the dead your... branches out, wa- deep water it every couple of weeks. And if it looks like it's continuing to decline, just go ahead and take it out. Okay. Well, that's not very good news. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Mike is on the line in Orem. Good morning, Mike. What is your question? Um, I, did I hear you earlier when you said about buying weed in lawns to do um, speed zone in the spring and the fall 
that was in the summer for the uh, violets bindweed um i would use the q4 plus or image all-in-one lawnweed killer the fall is the best time to spray it but the image product can be sprayed at during hotter times okay okay then one more quick question um what kind of mulch would you recommend for weed suppression in my vegetable garden any i you know grass clippings are free and as long as you haven't treated them with a lawn weed killer of some sort, they're great. And okay, is shredded bark okay? Then shredded too? bark is fine too. Just anything, um, you know. I have people that buy their own chipper shredder, and they'll shred the trimmings from you know the spring and use those. There's just all sorts of things you can use. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Mike, thanks so much for your call. Next listener says they have a columnar Norway, which is losing needles. What what can they do about that? What could it possibly be? Could that be, again, drought stress? Well, it must be a columnar Austrian pine is hmm. what I'm assuming. So a Norway spruce. Well, it could be Norway spruce, too. Okay. And it's losing needles. Mm-hmm. And what else does it say? Um. Uh, so then they go on to talk about autolichen laurels on each side of the tree, which are dead. Um, they've been having problems with fungus in their lawn, but I don't think all those things are connected. They're not. If so the two laurels the in the tree are dead uh-huh. or dying, I would look at irrigation to make sure it's not too much or too little. And that's always the first place to start. The there's Without being able to see the situation, this is more of a phone call mm-hmm. type question that we just don't have enough information. But usually when I see situations like that, the laurels could be dying from sun scald if they're planted in afternoon sun, or it could be water issues. And those are the two most common things. And if they have some sort of conifer adjacent to the laurels, then whatever is knocking the laurels out, if it's not the sun, if it's irrigation, that would also be harming the conifer. The reason they mentioned the fungus in their lawn is they're wondering if this could have crossed over the sidewalk and infected the trees. No, lawn funguses don't usually get trees. Okay. Back to our phone lines. Seth is in Sandy. Good morning, Seth. What is your question? Good morning. Hey, get a question. I, uh, replanted about 17 arborvitaes uh end of september uh, the original ones were planted right around july really hot they burned up put the new ones in wondering at what rate should i be watering these or should i just leave them now i would just the leave frost? them with the rain and snow we've been getting the ground is probably just moist enough for them and i wouldn't worry about watering them if we do dry out and the soil gets dry you just get a five-gallon bucket and water each of them with a five-gallon bucket in the winter. But in the spring, as we start to get hot, I would probably water them. How big were they? How, how tall? Uh, right around seven feet, I would So say. they're pretty big. I would water them probably twice a week deeply for the first year. Okay. Just okay. as a rough yeah. guess, does your soil really have a lot of clay in it or... That was a little bit of concern. I'd say, you know, probably a little more than what what you'd like to have, but, you know, not, not extreme. Okay. Yeah, I would consider two to three times a week, you know, especially if we're in the high 90s and low 100s. But twice a week, especially if they have 
this early spring to root out should be sufficient, but you may need to bump it up. All right. Guy like me that doesn't look good on my own, you make me look good. Appreciate it. No, it's all good. <laughs> I when I, I do radio because if I was on TV I'd have to wear a bag over oh, my stop. head. Stop. So stop. I, I hear you. I hear you. Appreciate it. Seth, thanks so much for your call this morning. Uh next listener says they have some pretty dated bushes around the front of their home. They'd like to know what your favorite decorative bushes are and they say that they like airy rather than dense bushes they live in northern utah it's so situational on these if they're wanting more airy Mm -hmm. uh, if it's shaded areas then i really like the blue hollies there's several of them that you need to have blue in the name Mm -hmm. so those would be a little bit more open other shrubs that are a little more open Boy, there's just so many out there. I really like the Snowmound Spirea, untrimmed. If you trim it, it'll look like a boxwood, but it has white spring flowers. It only gets about the third of the height the height of bridal wreath, mm-hmm. but the same flowers. Um, Blue Mist Spirea, if they're cut down in the in the spring or late fall. Those are really pretty. There's some blue mist plants that'll bloom the last half of the summer. They're a little more open. Some of the dwarf butterfly bush are a little more open. Uh, If they wanted to take some risks, they could try some of the hardy uh, rosemaries. You know, Arp or Madeline Hill rosemary. There's some other hardy ones out there that they're not really airy, but just really different. Okay. And they will grow up against the south side of a building just fine. Just some ideas for you. Uh, next listener says, thanks for the information on the tree wrap. Would the color of the bark also indicate that a tree needs to be wrapped? The darker the bark, the more tendency it has to scald in the winter. And so aspens and white barked birches Mm -hmm. don't need to be wrapped because they already have really light colored bark. But any other tree, I would consider it. They say they have a new crimson spire oak that has branches that go all the way down the trunk. So... That would be difficult to wrap. It they would. Try? They could try and just wrap around the branches the best they can. Okay. Uh, the number to call with your questions, and Steve, you will be up next. The number to call, 801-575-8255. You can text us your questions at 57500. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.